This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Oh, hey guys. Hey. <laughs> it's Elizabeth and Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. I'm going to sing today. Yes. Welcome. Because we have the best episode, I think, maybe ever today. It's a wild fucking episode. I've been saying wild a lot. It's my new word. You guys, today we're talking with our dear friend, one of your fave guests, Miss Vanessa Bartlett, a.k.a. The Aquarian, a.k.a. Psychic, Occult Enthusiast, uh, Tarot Reader, Astrology Enthusiast, Bad Bitch, fucking portal opener (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa we invited on initially to speak about you know end of the year manifestations and you know getting ready for the new year and she was like "Uh, that's nice but there's some shit happening in the sky that I'd like to talk to instead and uh, she spoke with us about Venus retrograde about what's going on right now as you guys are listening to this episode we will be in Venus retrograde and I'm not going to lie. Y'all know, I hope that you guys know by now that Vanessa is the real deal. We bring her on because she's the truth. And you guys, first of all, I have to apologize because you hear me giggling uncontrollably throughout this whole episode. And I just found out recently from this other podcast I was listening to that, you know, when people, when you hear somebody just like like nervous laughter... It's because they're like hit, like somebody's hitting on a truth and you don't know what else to say. And so your body just like releases this emotion because it's coming out of your mouth, but like there are no words for it. And I really never experienced that. Y'all know that there's this bitch has words. Mm-hmm. This whole episode, you just hear me silently like 
like nervously giggling in the back because Vanessa hits on. Because I want to say, bitch, get the fuck out my head. Bitch, you don't know me. Get out my head. Why you know what's going on? Why are you following me around? But I couldn't say that because that's rude. I said it once. Whenever you're screaming <laughs> on the podcast, I think of that one review we got where the person was complaining about you screaming a lot because she listens to us in her car. And I just wonder if anyone is listening to this while they're driving and just got like the shit scared out of them well, because i'm an aries and an aries like she talks about it like i keep people you know at arm's length i don't let a lot of people in i feel very uncomfortable being seen slash i want to be seen and this she sees me and she reads me i hope someone's in their car getting yelled at right now <laughs> fuck this bitch Yo, vanessa reads me but here's the other thing that we have to say is that we speak about things and wild shit starts to happen. We mention a specific energy that I didn't necessarily think that I believed in. I believe in it. But as soon as we say it, guys, shit gets wacky. It gets insane. Video cuts off. Alarms start going off. Dogs start barking. You hear me scream like I'm in the Blair Witch Project, and it's hilarious. Yes. Like, I, we both listened back this morning, and we're just like, God damn, that shit is real. I was hysterically laughing. <laughs> I had to listen to it twice. You guys have written us in. No, you guys write us in. You tell us how much you love these episodes with Vanessa because you also feel that she's real. You guys know the truth also, so let me not keep, you know, going around in circles. But it's, look, if you didn't believe before, you believe today. You're going to believe this bitch it today, fucking, for sure. It tells us the crazy. truth, as only Vanessa can, and her energy... Look, I'm not going to spoil nothing. Y'all have to listen. So, without further ado, I hope I helped you up enough. We fucking love this episode. We love this girl. Enjoy our episode with the incredible, insurmountable... I don't even know how to describe her. The visionary. <laughs> that sounds so sexual in a weird way. Just enjoy our conversation like with the incredible mounting somebody. But yeah, she won't let nobody mount her. She's Vanessa Bartlett, aka the Aquarian. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. So I'm Vanessa. I am a tarot reader and I uh, am an astrology enthusiast, but I'm mainly a psychic and trance medium. Mm. So that, yes, that is uh, someone who can perceive psychic sensations and someone who can uh, allow spirit to communicate through them through trance meditation, right? So there's a lot of other things I'm very interested in, like the occult, um, anything spiritual that kind of transcends the normal senses and uh, kind of brings you closer to what I would consider to be spirit or the divine. And people find that in a lot of different ways. They find it through nature. They, they find it through creativity. They, they find it through inspiration, innovation. And I find it through more uh, language and symbols mm -hmm. and through uh, dissolving the ego, meaning that I allow myself to sense uh, other qualities or other entities or other energies or angels or guides or whatever you want to call ancestors, mm -hmm. not whatever you want to call them. I mean, the different categories of things that you kind of interact with that are not physically present and also your own physical and, and emotional and psychic bodies. So if you're asking me uh, about something to do with you and how you experience the world, a lot of times they don't speak it from Vanessa because Vanessa has her own vantage point and her own perspective, but I'll either communicate it from something that I've learned 
through spirit and through um, what I've I've seen, you know, help a lot of people or, or you know people in my life. Or I will go into the spiritual world and I'll communicate from directly from there because I don't really know. Yeah, you know. So that's. I mean, I don't really. I, there's not like a. I guess a title I could give myself except psychic, but yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's more so, I guess, healer yeah. in all forms in, in mental forms mainly yeah. uh, since me- mental forms are so hooked to emotional and spiritual forms. Yeah. And your third, third time true beauty Brooklyn yes! guest. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so happy. I think they called it a hat trick three times, right? Heck oh. yeah. Heck I actually yeah. don't know. Yeah, but... Like in, ha- in, hockey, <laughs> in hockey, is that what a hat trick is? I think is? that's what, what a hat trick like is. Goals? Three goals. Definitely yeah. lucky. Just a couple yeah. of chicks talking about hockey over here. Yeah, we know a lot about hockey. I'm like, which sport Leave is that? Leave it to football? the Aries <laughs> to take it there. Even if it weren't, we would just believe her and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, a hat trick. <laughs> exactly. She's so convincing. Oh, so <laughs> is there a hat trick? Everyone, yes. Yes, of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. Clearly. Or a turkey. Definitely. Yeah, and bowling? Isn't that called turkey? I didn't even know that there was I a... have no idea. <laughs> Maybe. Why do you know Someone that? Someone comment and tell us. I got it once. She got a turkey. I think a turkey's three strikes in a row. What? Yeah. Also, how did Makes you do sense. that? I know. I was on fire one night. Damn. Yeah, I was just like in the zone. Learning new things. The yes. goat, the goat. She's making this motion as though she was like just throwing the balls with both hands <laughs> oh my over and over. God. <laughs> turkey, 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 turkey. <laughs> Times, nine times. Triple turkey. <laughs> oh my god. So Vanessa, we have you here. What are we talking about with you today? It's Venus really, retrograde. Yeah, it's really in I your the ball's in this. your court. I know that I messaged you about some things that we could kind of like discuss, but that was just a ploy to get you on here. We can talk about <laughs> whatever. Anything. I'll be here. Anything. Yeah. No matter what. I'm Love very it. excited to learn about Venus retrograde. Yes, me too. Yes. Well, I wanted to talk about Venus retrograde because some of the things that you talk that you mentioned actually go along with Venus retro or Venus in general. Mm. All right. So first, let me say that Venus retrogrades every 18 months. So this isn't like I mean, it's not uncommon, but it's not all of the time. Mm-hmm. So this is something that does show up in our lives because it is just sort of not in it. Yeah, again, like it's not an anomaly, but it's like every 18 months. So this time it's going through Capricorn. Mm. And yeah, and it's going to it entered Capricorn on November 5th and it's going to retrograde December 19th. Hmm. So then it retrogrades until January 29th, 2022. So December oh. 19th to January 29th, it'll be retrograde. And then it won't even leave uh, uh, Capricorn until March 1st of 2022. So it's in this sign for a very long time. It's usually mm-hmm. like a month that Venus spends in a sign. Mm-hmm. And now it's like four months. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of lessons that we learn from Venus retrograde, but I also want to talk a little bit about like what it's going to touch and what like sort of amplify the uh, experience of Venus retrograde this time. So being in Capricorn, it's going to conjunct Pluto when it starts retrograding. So Pluto is a disintegrator and it's a transformer. So having Venus retrograding is already going to be so self-reflective that it may for some of us start out with kind of a bang, right? Some, something, uh, either maybe disintegrates or some sort of way that you, that you loved maybe starts to leave you, or you start to see where you have power struggle issues, or you start to see where there's problems in your relationships or where the breakdown of the relationships is going to start happening. And then it starts to retrograde. So there's going to be a lot of self-reflection there. And then at the end of retrograde, it trines Uranus. And Uranus can be a very disruptive planet. But being trined to Venus, it may actually bring in relationships that are more, I guess, central to who you are, right? Because Uranus kind of breaks open 
our egos and says, this is actually who you are. This is like the transcended view of who you are, the higher self perspective of who you are. Mm-hmm. So, so you might have relationships come into your life that because of this beginning conjun- uh, conjunct Pluto, Venus conjunct Pluto, you have this transformation inside of you that allows for these new relationships to come through, mm. right? So a lot of times, you know, change is painful, no matter if it's, you know, a positive change or a change you didn't want. It's just, it's hard. It can be difficult, right? But having it start out with such a, a uh, loud noise of Pluto, an outer planet, and ending in another outer planet is pretty impressive. You know, it's like these are existential ideas. These are existential thoughts, right? So that's kind of what's happening in general in the sky. So wait, I've got a question. What does it mean when something's in retrograde? Like we all say like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, but like what does it really mean? That's a good question. Right. Yeah, so retrograde, so we're geocentric, right? So that means that we see the uh, we see outer space from the vantage point of Earth. Mm. So the sun looks like it's moving around us, but it's not moving around us. Mm-hmm. It's that we're moving around it, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't see us from the sun. We aren't on the sun, so right. we are... So we are looking at outer space from the vantage point of Earth. So Earth is the third planet out. Venus and Mercury go um, very quickly around the sun in comparison to the Earth. And all the rest of the planets being further out go slower around the sun, right? Mm -hmm. So from a geocentric standpoint or from an Earth standpoint, we're watching all of the planets except obviously not the luminaries, the sun and the moon, because they don't, they, they're, we'll, this is why they don't retrograde, is because the planets go faster or slower than Earth. Oh. So from Earth, we're seeing Mercury look, it looks like Mercury when we're, when we're passing it, it looks, we're not technically passing it, but like when it looks like from us that we're passing, it looks like it's going backwards. But really we caught up to Mercury in some way in our trajectory around the sun, mm. right? Oh. And it looks to us like it's going backwards. Okay. So when we get closer, when the conjoining gets closer from us to, to Mercury, it starts to what's called, uh, have the shadow period. It starts to get slower, right? It looks like in the, the sky, the trajectory of the planet is going slower because it's going to start going quote unquote backwards mm. right so that's what retrograde means from our viewpoint the the planets are moving backwards when in, technically we're just catching up in orbit that's crazy right, well, right. so you can actually nuts. see all this stuff yeah this is all i mean astrology was the original astronomy we just could, we didn't have telescopes we didn't we couldn't you know actually view things from where we were until you know later and later and later and later and got more and more and more um applied with mathematics and with, with better telescopes, with better, you know, uh, uh, obviously anything that we put out into space, like satellites, any stations, any, anything that we put out there is, is new. Mm-hmm. What we started with thousands of years ago was just observing. Mm. We just, and we also didn't have as much light pollution as we do now. So without that light pollution, you can see everything. If you live in a city or even anywhere that, that, you know, not every night is like a, a stellar night, you know, unless it's cloudy. Like, you know, there's certain point, there's certain places in the world where you're just like overwhelmed by the stars. Yeah. Right? Imagine that was much more uh, common is, is seeing the stars than it is now. And that's yeah. how you, that, yeah, that's how, on the ocean, that's how you find, that's how you navigate yourself is by right. the stars. When you traveled, you navigated yourself by the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just, I like, guess, astrology was, it became a, um, I think it was like a thousand BC. Do not quote me on this. Like maybe a thousand BC that it, it that it actually became like an official government thing, like a government thing. Maybe in Egypt, but like before that, it was people just plot, like you know, writing it down, seeing what was going on on Earth, 
and what was going on in the sky at the same time and mm-hmm. recording it. It was scientific. All, all sciences is recording it, having a, you know, a, in a hypothesis, um, experimenting with it, recording it, and then having an actual theory based off of, you know, regular experimentation and regular observation of whatever it is that's moving, whatever it is that they're studying, you know? Yeah. So, so it, that is science. It's just that today, because we can actually look at a star, we can get closer to one, or we, you know, we have an ability to uh, observe in a different way. It has sort of, it actually didn't push astrology out of the way. It just, I think that's when it really started breaking off into personalities more so than predicting, mm. right? So it, we didn't really start talking about personalities until like the 1800s, maybe the late 1800s by somebody named Butler or something, H. Butler. But he's the first person who started talking about the sun signs as a personality, mm. right? Yeah, like the other one, like, yeah, it's it's like really saying this is the personality of this zodiac, right? Right. So I'm not going to get all into the semantics of it, but that's, yeah, like, so there's a lot that we don't consider when we're looking at these certain things, when we're looking at the symbology of the stars, just because today we have different orientation or different, you know, things that we focus on Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that those qualities or that symbology doesn't still exist. It all absolutely still exists. Like we're going to talk about with Venus retrograde. Mm -hmm. Right. But we don't see it the same way because we're focused on it in either a different way or we're focused on it in a way that's much more material and much more immediate to us rather than, say, more spiritual or more something that we can kind of grow into. It's more of a judgment or criticism on us Mm -hmm. or a standard. Mm -hmm. Right. Or a um, what's socially normal or what's, you know, like whatever it is that that we can kind of fit into a an understanding. That's how we kind of view a lot of these a lot of these higher um, understandings. Right. And so. I think that's why it's super important when we, when we go into the retrogrades that we really talk about what the planet means, especially because today having more of the um, the ability to look into one's personality rather than just, say, predicting or, or, or having that be our only focus allows us to understand how to change ourselves or how to kind of surrender into change or to embrace new things about ourselves, new ideas, new aspects, new personalities, you know, because a lot of times we need permission and we can't ever find it because everybody's just marketing to us. Mm-hmm. They're actually talking to us, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. yeah, so when you understand these things more deeply, you become, you feel more fulfilled. And when you feel more fulfilled, it's much easier for you to express the things that you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, and which is the, a lot of times what Venus represents, which is overall, I mean, yes, it's beauty and attraction and, and other stuff we're going to talk about, but it's also value. It's your core values. Mm. That's like your, it's your, it's, that's the main thing is core values. Because if you find it valuable, then you're going to ripple out into the world what you find valuable. And depending on if that value is really, you know, feeding you and feeding society, or if it's, if it's something that is fulfilling you and then will be fulfilling to society, that's kind of the question. Like, what are you valuing and what are you putting out into the world? I think one of, one of the big questions people have about healing or about becoming a healer or about, you know, what impact they make as a healer is this idea that we can kind of put everybody's problems on our backs and then heal the world. Mm. When in actuality, healing yourself is healing the world because you start to send a ripple effect out of values that everyone feeds off of or uh, expressions that lift the personality or uh, applaud the personality when that personality lives by morals, which is another Venus. Well, it's Venus and Jupiter, but both of them are what's called the benefic planets, right? The ones that are are better for you or they do better things for you. So that's also another thing I want to talk about. So Venus retrograde is a benefic planet. So we mostly hear about Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde is a neutral planet. So that's also why it like doesn't care about what it 
you know, messes up. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, mess up your computer, it messes up your time. Messes... It's not, like, discriminatory in that way, right? right. But, but Venus is a benefit planet. So that means that whatever Venus touches, it actually gives more positive feelings to or love feelings to, right? But something about love, and, and I'll go into the signs that are going to be mostly affected by this and how you're going to feel it, because it is important to know how you're going to feel love, because we can mistake the pain of opening our hearts for uh, something that we should mistrust, mm-hmm. right? Because it's painful to open your heart where it's been closed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So Venus being a benefit planet, even if it's in a hard aspect to one of your inner planets, like a square or an opposition, it's still asking you to heal some aspect of your heart that you haven't been able to heal yet. Mm. Even if it's painful to adopt the idea that you are acceptable or that you are good enough or that you are loved by someone or that you are special to someone, yeah. you know, because somebody in your life in some way told so, you maybe you weren't. Dude, I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Is this your Venus retrograde lesson already? Like, 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 like damn. <laughs> no, I was just saying this yesterday. God, I'm getting emotional because it's like Kevin and I, like, there's just been so much going on in my life lately. Like my in-laws are both really, really sick and they're like dying in two different ways and it's been fucking awful. And we've just been having to like lean on each other in ways that like we haven't had to before, do you know? And yesterday I was just like, honey, I don't know why I can't like accept like you loving me. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for me to like, you know? So like listening to you say this, I'm just like, dude, and it's like not even that I can't accept him loving me, it's that I don't feel worthy of like the things he gives me, you know, like right now I was just talking to Alex, like we're in a really weird fucking place with our business because you've got these girls coming in and so they're taking, like obviously I'm giving them my shifts because we were supposed to open the new place and the new place isn't going to be open for like another six weeks and so I'm just like, dude, I have no fucking money, like what are we going to do? And of course he's my partner, so he's like, honey, I've got you, like I'll take, like, I got you. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, can't fucking accept that. And I don't know why. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's so, so like to listen to you say this and just like, this bitch needs to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just carry love, love too. Like, <laughs> it's like, shut up, bitch. I love you. <laughs> You're a fucking bomb, bitch. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> or like, how she was stop. laughing when really she wanted to be like pissing like, you out. Yes, and like stop, get Aries out of moon my head. Sun. I get it. <laughs> I get it's it. so bananas. Yeah, well, like listen, I feel that. Something you you've got to remember about the heart if it's been broken, or about anything if it's been broken, is it actually hurts more while it's healing. Mm. If you get hit by a car, that was a moment that it, that it was just an impact on you. But whatever bone was broken, the healing process of that bone is so painful. That's why you have to be on some kind of pain reliever in order to even maintain that level of pain. Mm -hmm. So it's scary to allow someone to enter your heart in a way where you you know you're going to either need them now on in this way, Mm -hmm. or they've proven to you that you are worth investing in, validating, feeling cared for, seen, heard, and not because you asked for it or that you forced it or that you expected it. It's just a natural occurrence. That's what love is, is a natural occurrence, right? Mm-hmm. So when we've been sh- when shown in, as a childhood, in childhood, as we've been shown by some, you know, parental figure or some sort of authority figure or something, if you've been taught that love is limited, you will only be loved if this happens, 
or you can get more love if you do it this way. Mm-hmm. Or um, I shouldn't have to uh, love you like that because that's not who I am. So I don't want to give that to you. We've built up our own boundaries or our own lack of boundaries in order to compensate for that. So when we compensate, our hearts say then, okay, in order to sustain my uh, existence, because without love, we would all die, right? Like that's not even just, that's not a spiritual idea. Like there was a scientific uh, experiment with monkeys, right? With a wire mother uh, with food Mm -hmm. and a uh, cloth mother. quotations on mother because it was yeah, they're wi- yeah. both of them were wire yeah the one was bare wire with food and the other was wire with um clothing or a cloth put on top of it with no food and the monkeys would starve themselves because they would always go over to the one with blanket with a blanket in mm-hmm. order to be comforted right so it's it's proven babies if you don't touch them like it's sad ways that we found this out but mm-hmm. if you don't touch them it doesn't matter if you fed them they will die mm-hmm you know, so it's love is an essential, essential thing. And I think what we need to really do is change our paradigm around what love is or like our idea of what love is. Love is attention. Love is being tended to and to be seen as who you are and seen as a valuable person for naturally who you are. Now, because as children, we are not at the same linguistic level as our, our elders. We haven't had the same experience as our elders. We haven't, we, there's no relationship that we can have except for a, a youth to an elder, whoever it is. A lot of times we won't be seen or heard as who we are because we aren't seen as special yet because we're being molded, mm-hmm. right? We're being molded into who we're supposed to be or who would be, whoever it would be that would be best inside of this family unit or this unit. Right. Mm -hmm. So for some of us, we go along with that because it actually is something that that feeds us. Right. Some some uh, love that's that's more like, say, passing down a family line or traditions or things like that. Some people are like, yeah, I'm I'm totally on board. But some people like, no, I want to be my own self. I want to be loved for just who I am. I want to be able to explore my own life. I want to be able to have my own experiences. And when there's a break there of, okay, well, there's a condition now. I'm not going to pay attention to you. I'm not going to tend to you. I'm not going to even just love you and say, good luck. I'm here for you when you need me. Then that is a total statement that you, as you are, are not worth the time or effort or energy to be tended to or to be even told that that you have a support from someone at basic ages right mm-hmm. so whatever you were whatever happened to you whatever resonates for you as to you know what's going on now it's being reflected back from what you didn't have or what you didn't get as a child and it's like, if I let you help me with this, right? And I've compensated my whole life. Mm-hmm. And you make it so that I get okay with this. And not only okay with this, that I start to love this. I start to love this about you. And I start to love how you see me. Then I'm going to make a mistake. Or you're going to make a mistake. Or something's going to happen. And it's going to get severed. And I'm going to have to go back to what I was. And you are going to have changed me. And I'm going to now be bitter and resentful for the rest of my life towards you. Mm. And then love will be sucked from me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. That's that feeling of getting too close to the pain of the pain of love, which is I trust you enough. Mm -hmm. And I trust that I am, like you said, worthy. But I think that's also a word that we don't really understand. 
I think we almost have to put it in place of this sort of void because it doesn't really make any sense. Like, what do you mean worth? What Like, people are worth it even if they do nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, what is worthy? Yeah. Right? But it's really that this person sees me as somebody, in an, as an individual in his life that wants me to feel loved and this is the way I need to be loved right now. And if you love me like this, this is hitting a pain inside of me where I've had a survival instinct my whole life to take care of myself, to do it myself, to be independent for myself. Because I'm just speaking to an Aries right now. It's like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not speaking to everybody, but like, yeah, like I can do it. It's my, like, I'm in charge of it. I'm going to do it. My, it's like, you know, and yeah. and yeah. And so it's like, if you take that quality from me, when really it's like that quality is never going to leave you. But guess what? Love is asking you to participate in its other quality which is called abundance Mm -hmm. you can't have abundance if you don't allow things to grow right like Mm -hmm. he's asking you to grow Mm -hmm. love with you Mm -hmm. he's asking you to experience more with him and it may not even be the way he's experiencing it it may not be on his conscious mind like you know grow your love with me you know what I mean (laughs) for you it is you are you are growing a deeper trust with somebody and that scares you it scares you to trust someone to be there for you at times that you need it Mm -hmm. because it wasn't either it obviously wasn't offered to you or you were completely abandoned because you want you you wanted to go maybe a different direction or do your own thing like an Aries like I want to be innovative I want to be who I am mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know or fight for who you are so it's like he's asking you to, for abundance or he's putting the opportunity of abundance in front of you and this is happens to be an area of your life where that's very scary for you mm-hmm. is if you grow it that means that you love it and that means that you constantly pay attention to it and that also means that you change mm-hmm. you know because you you can't you can't be this Elizabeth at, with this amount of love because this Elizabeth doesn't have the like doesn't have the, the bowl of love isn't big enough you yeah. have to expand that size in order to hold it yeah you know yeah. and that's painful because if you change and that's that's uh, you know greater and greater intimacy mm-hmm. if this person is, is the impetus for these kinds of changes in you that means that person is even more important to you which means the love importance value importance equals value which equals love the love deepens mm-hmm. right which also increases the potential for worse pain yeah. Right. So if you've, and that's why it's square your, your son, the sun also stands for men. Mm. So you're having a hard time. So Aries and Libra, I'm also going through this in, yeah. in a different way. Yeah. You know, Aries and Libra are square to Capricorn. Venus is in Capricorn. Again, Venus is a benefit planet. So obviously this isn't, it's not a <laughs> negative experience you're having with your, your significant other mm-hmm. because you're reaping a benefit in a way, but it's how you're experiencing it. Yeah. And what that's pushing inside of you. And when we have squares, that actually means something is growing because when something's growing, it also hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts to be pregnant. It hurts to have, you know, uh, plants push through the soil. It hurts to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it's square, that means that whatever comes out of this can actually create a new foundation for you. So this is the, the other reason why Venus is, is, especially when it's retrograde, it's really good to get to know because we judge it. Right. You're judging growth and abundance Mm -hmm. you're judging because well if it's hooked to somebody else or if it's built on you know my values and what's important to me with somebody else then that person can take it from me but really what venus means is that you are worth it Mm. not that he thinks you're worth it wow wow (laughs) damn you know (laughs) i just feel so seen (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
I'm going through it too. So I'm gonna, I get it. It's medicine, girl. But like, it's it's like, why are you asking me to love you like this? Yes. Why? Are you asking, why are you, yes. Why? Yes. Man, I'm an independent person. This is who I am. This is what I, and it's like, well, but yeah, but here's another thing. Well, it's yeah. a good thing. So what is good? Yeah. What? I can totally see how good? this conversation yes. Yes, has gone down. Yes. Yeah. And if you're cancer, so anybody out there with a cancer inner, inner um, planet will have another tension, which is an opposition, and that's a relationship. So it's like the experience of saying that what you have, right, the value of what you have is is all that you need, right? So cancer, if anybody has anything, in, again, in the inner plans of cancer, you may find it valuable or important to you to nurture things and tend to things because you're ruled by the moon, and the moon goes well with, with uh, Venus. They're both like planets, right? They go well with each other. So you may not see the importance of Capricorn, you may not see the importance where Venus is, is residing right now. You may not see the importance or the value of overcoming obstacles and choosing to do things that are harder because it's already hard to tend to things. It's already hard to give all of your love and your attention, your emotion and your affection and to, to grow things and to care about people. And because that's a can like, these are all cancer qualities or I am uh, sensitive to your emotions. So I want to make you happier. I want to like, you know, I want to pay attention to you or I want you to pay attention to me. Or it's all about sort of like this growth aspect, right? Cause the moon grows and, and wanes around waxes and wanes, waxes and wanes. So with Capricorn on the other side is saying, listen, but also what's valuable is the hard way. Also what's valuable is building your values, not just expecting the values that you have to be met or always expecting yourself to meet the values that you have when say, you know, you feel spread thin of all of everybody's values, mm -hmm. right? Cause everyone has different values, but what's super important with Venus is that there are values that most of us can get behind mm -hmm. that actually help us grow and feel that permission to grow without the impetus of say romantic relationships, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of times we think about love as romantic relationships. We think about attraction as, as a socially normative beauty, mm -hmm. you know, like right now it's like slim thick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> right. And then like, right. Like, <laughs> the way you said that, we sound like old people. I know, I'm, I know, it's so, yeah. because it's silly to me. It's it just is, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's this, yeah, it's, it's this um, manufactured yeah. uh, idea of what beauty is, and then it keeps us in this, uh, I, what I think is a completely unevolved state. Yeah. It's not, what is really ugly and beautiful in our society? What is What is beautiful is... Um, living up to values that are important to us, like uh, the arts or cooperation or mm -hmm. wisdom or freedom, mm -hmm. right? Um, beauty, but a beauty uh, in, in all of its forms, including sunsets and ocean views and forests and, you know, winter nights, you know, yeah. like all of these things. That's all beauty, right? Yeah. And these are things that all of us can feel that that sense of fulfillment and gratitude and happiness and joy for being here without any opposition to it whatsoever. So the ladder that we're kind of going on when it comes to Venus is we start at this level of dealing with our issues with jealousy, comparing ourselves, uh, materialism, or you know, money just for money's sake or greed, mm -hmm. and looking like other people that other people find attractive. Or, which is the, ex this is the exact same thing, just the other side of the coin, people pleasing. There are so many people that, and, and I'm myself included, we are all, you know, we are We're all both really bad. We're both really, really bad. Or really good. We will, We're really good. Yeah, people. we will trash on people who spend all of their time doing their makeup, um, working out, making sure they look great for the world and, and, you know, having a focus on that. But 
we're all people pleasers mm -hmm. and we want to be attractive in this whole other way that that betrays our our identity our authenticity and our sense of self-worth and self-love and self-value and just knowing ourselves that's the exact same thing mm -hmm. it's just choosing to go about it in a way that's more pure like how is that pure it's still like a total betrayal totally. to identity totally you know venus if if when we look at things spiritually especially for anybody who's like overly logical overthinks needs to like you know break things down into small details me <laughs> like <laughs> i need to understand why you want me to go this way before i'm going to go that way because i'm just you know like yeah. why are we going this way yep. if you're telling me that love is the ultimate force and that if all of us really experience the sense of self-love that we would actually change the world then that's a really big deal so we need to then figure out what it is about how we love and how we present love in this world that's keeping us from that mm. right and one of the things that one of the many things that's keeping us from that is that comparison issue which goes along with jealousy, people-pleasing, envy, all of that. Mm -hmm. It's comparison. That person's loved so much because of X, Y, Z. I should, I should be like that person. Rather than seeing the values of that person and asking if those values align with things that make you feel good inside, mm -hmm. regardless of who likes them. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, there are, like, if you love a person who is kind and gentle and calm, and maybe they only have three friends, maybe they have no social media, mm -hmm. maybe they, you know, maybe they only show up at family functions, and maybe they keep kind of an isolated life, that doesn't necessarily mean that the, the qualities of them, uh, of, of those isolation, three friends, all that, that's not the value. The value is calm. The value is kind. And the value is generous. Mm -hmm. You can have millions of friends be at every event ever and take care of yourself in physical and a mental ways all you want. It, it, it still be able to express those qualities. Right. Right. That's where I think the shift needs to happen is we're, we're trying to be each other in mm. ways that, that we think we're going to get the same response. Mm -hmm. We think we're going to get the same level of attention. We think we're going to get the same level because that person did it like this and this is the social. And then we have people go all the way against it and go into the fringes. And say, well, it's going to be, you know, it has to be this and it has to be that and over here because because you don't see me as this thing over here. And it's like all of it still just betrays an identity, mm -hmm. right? Unless it, it rings true for you, unless you feel more fulfilled, unless you feel that you can give and receive love without hindrance, it doesn't matter what you did. Mm -hmm. Now, if you need to do all these things in order to discover what's valuable to you, absolutely. We all are on our own paths to figure out what it is that's valuable to us. But if you decide to push away from society in order to figure out your values away from beauty, away like beauty is in standard beauty or you know social norms, or if you think romantic love is the thing that's going to completely fix everything, or if you think that money, if you just had money, then everything would go right in your life then not only are you incredibly limited, right? And, and I'm sure we all battle with this because it's like those are fundamental things that we want. But you're also saying that love doesn't exist at all outside of events in your life. Mm -hmm. That you are somehow just sort of sitting here in this existential sea of pain until something else comes and alleviates that for you. Mm -hmm. And if none of these scriptures, none of these spiritual ideas, none of that says that, they all say you are supposed to be able to feel it all on your own, all in, you know, the most poverty of whatever with nobody nowhere. Right. Like if that's the case, then we're just doing something wrong or we're or we're not giving ourselves permission to adopt the values that are important to us. So for you, especially Elizabeth, in this moment with your significant other, 
you need to look at what's valuable to you about a partner. Do you value a partner that supports you at times that you need? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter necessarily the actual event of it or who, or even who it is, which is, you know, maybe looking at it like a callous way, but it's saying your value is that you say it's beautiful in the world when a significant other supports their significant other in a time of need. Mm -hmm. And if more of that mm -hmm. happened in the world, then the world would be a, a better place. Those are your values. What is it that you think, or not, uh, people have all sorts of values, but like that's a value that can fulfill you. Right. That's a value that can sustain you, is one that you say is beautiful to you, and if the world had more of it, it would be a more beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that ugly, beautiful kind of access is what's ugly is, you know, um, animal cruelty. I think like like that is an ugly thing. If we did not have that, we would all be OK with that. Or at least everyone who wants to live up to those values that are, are, are higher ideals. Mm -hmm. Right. Rather than rather than uh, human uh, events and, and momentary events in your life, you know. Yeah. Then it's also about law of attraction. Because I know what's going on in Elizabeth's life and because I know her so well, that was like. <laughs> like damn slow clap <laughs> i feel very exposed very <laughs> seen <laughs> yes it's really interesting to see how many emotions come out of the feeling of judgment mm -hmm. like how many emotions you know it, we think it's all of these emotions and really it's just like i'm you know you're judging the situation but you're trying to figure out if it's good or bad like you can't tell right now Mm -hmm. You know, you just know that it hurts, so you know that it's uncomfortable, or you know that it's something you haven't experienced before, and you're scared of it, mm -hmm. or you're scared of who you're going to be if you accept it, or you're scared of, of you know, okay, well, if I show this side of myself, will I still be the Elizabeth that you love, or will I still be the Elizabeth that I love? Because now, knowing uh, support from someone else, that may take away my grit, that may take away my my sense of independence, and, and then who am I, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And really, like, you, who you are is only enhanced by love. <laughs> I like that. That's very sweet. Yeah, love never true. takes away. Yeah. It only adds. The lack of love or the lack of feeling of love is also very painful. It's just that we cover it up with like painkillers or, or telling ourselves things. Or, or, or a lot of ways we cover it up is by not experiencing certain things. By saying, you know, you're in a circumstance right now that you need the support, but that wasn't your intention going in, mm -hmm. you know? So it's not like, okay, well, I, I want an, a partner who supports me, but you look at yourself like, I support me. Yeah. I know what I need. And to have him do that is, is an experience that you weren't, didn't know that you were going to have. Yeah. Or even, you know, not that, you know, I think any relationship, anybody, you know, in normal, rational thought, everybody is supported by their partner in like in normal, rational thought. You know what I mean? Like, right. otherwise you would tell anybody, you, Elizabeth, would tell anybody <laughs> if their partner didn't support them. Get the out that relationship. Oh, yep. Yes, yes. Yep. Who the fuck are you dating? <laughs> And, and then she goes home and she's like, God, why are you so supportive? Well, that's what it is. It's, like, it's the idea that I, like, that I don't need it, you know? Like, the lie yeah. that, that I don't need it. I don't that need it's no like, man. That I don't need no man. Yeah, I don't need anybody, period. Not even no man. But, like, you said exactly. a perfect thing before. Oh, you don't need me? Okay. I don't, yeah. And I told Bye. you earlier in my life, I was just like, <laughs> yesterday, yeah. I was just like, this is it. This is the end of it. And you're like, she's going to leave me by here by myself? Because I don't need nobody. Exactly. 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 Yeah. But exactly. It's, but it's not true. So it's not. It's like that it's, complete opposite. No, it's not true. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's it's you can be your own individual self 
and be in relationship with others. By being yourself, you're also giving, or you become becoming a, a, an Aries, which is your sun sign, right? Your sun sign is what you're becoming. So you're becoming an individual in order to support other people in their individuality. Mm-hmm. If you get to be you, so does she. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know? So in that, you can have relationships with people who appreciate that you are you and they are themselves, but both are accepted. Yeah. You know, and it's when Aries can get more domineering or, or can get like, you know, you need to do it my way because this is the way that I want. That's when it can have like the lower forms. And I'm sure you had to push through that as, as you know, growing up. That's just what you're, you're becoming a person who is okay with who they are so much so that they're totally fine with somebody else as well. Yeah. And like, look at like when you, when you see water, I mean, this is funny, like this is my psychic stuff where like they throw me a picture and I'm like, oh, that is, that is it. When you see like a watering hole in Africa. And you see all of these animals coming up, predator and prey. Yeah, yeah. Right? And for this moment, they're all equal and nobody's, you know, messing with each other and everyone's kind of in relationship with this watering hole. And maybe they don't, like, go spend time with each other. Yeah. But they're all respecting each other's space. Uh And they're also all there at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can get closer to people who also see the value in you. Mm-hmm. which is saying you as Elizabeth are somebody that I feel can grow me or that gets me or that I can have, you know, intimate conversations with or whatever it is that, you know, whoever it is in your life that finds that inside of you or what, all these different aspects of you, right? Alex experiences you differently. Your significant other experiences you differently. You know, everybody finds a different value. But when you get closer is where it gets scary mm-hmm. because that's where they can see your shortcomings, they can see sides of you that you like to either keep tucked away or you don't, you may not care if anybody likes them or not, but you know that they could drive someone away mm-hmm. <laughs> or that can make them feel less loved, mm-hmm. you know? So when people get closer, it's a more, it's a vulnerable and scary feeling. Cause it's like, well, you might not like me. I'm not supposed to care about that. But like, I like you too. And I don't know how to work with this. <laughs> I don't know why hysterical and true. Oh my true. god, dude! It took me like two. It took my therapist like two months to figure that out. She was like, "So you don't let nobody in, huh?" <laughs> oh my god, we can just talk about my first week when we were working together once. You told me you were like, you told me something, and you said it was about somebody else, and I was like, okay, and I answered it, and, and like later, like two days came up, and you're like, okay, that was me. I was talking about me, but I didn't trust you yet. So I waited to see if it would come up at all and with anybody else, like if you talked to them, but I trust you now. So that was me. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. That was amazing. I was like, Aries Moon, I get it. I've had to have that conversation with Alex, too. You know this. When I looked at her, I was just like, all right, I trust you now. I know. I know. It's like this test of like, will you let me be me? And are and are you a a trustworthy person? Can you can you, you know, hold a people are crazy. People are nuts, People man. Are <laughs> they don't need to know all that. Nuts. Do you know I don't oh, even? Yes. I don't even put my real name on Grubhub, and so it's like, if I, so if I don't come well. to the door, my poor neighbors are like, yeah, they're looking for somebody named Charlie. <laughs> 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 they're like, oh, that's my middle. They don't name. need to know. You don't need to know that much about me. You need to know yeah, my apartment number. I don't number. put my phone number on anything. You I'm like, oh, why do you need my phone number? <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> that's my business. Why I need to be. Yes. I need to stop being so naive and like make, Pisces. Make <laughs> fake names and not give my phone number. My God, yeah. you're like my full name is my my old street address. <laughs> in case you need further verification. <laughs> I love my mother mode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so good. 
episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Talk about Alex now. That's a lesson, actually, that I learned this year is to not always be me right off the bat. And it's okay to, like, not be friendly and be everyone's friend. The yes. End. Yes. Yeah, that that is okay. Learned. See, that's a, that's another thing. So we'll go to Pisces. Like Pisces can value too much going with the flow and being everything for everyone, but emotionally, right? It's like, oh, what do you need? What do you need? I have so much compassion. You do have so much compassion, but it was more so from maybe a value of if I'm compassionate and understanding, then I'll feel more uh, understood in situations people will understand me because i understand them you know so you you may have things that you have wanted to confess or you let other people confess a lot in order to have this sort of unspoken mutual understanding of uh, or understanding of being understood right you may not reveal much but that's the exercise of allowing someone else confession is i'm giving you space to be understood at least, even if I don't, you know, have a, a personal experience with this, I extend compassion and I understand you, right? But sometimes we can go too far with that and we can understand people just because they're human rather than circling a background of Venus, <laughs> the values that we have, right? If you really get down to your values. Like I value compassion. I value gentleness. I I value kindness. I value uh, thinking before you act. I value uh, people who are wise or at least learned from their mistakes. You know, I value these certain things. Then you may feel, I don't know. I just got like this feeling and tell me if this has happened to you, like this feeling of feeling dirty when people tell you things that you're like, I don't know if I wanted to know that. Or I don't know if that's, but I have to go along with it mm-hmm. because you just told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you had that happen? For sure. I mean, I wax vaginas and buttholes as part of my living. <laughs> that's right. So people will tell me like anything and everything. Yeah, and what are you supposed to do? Um, that's not cool. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're, yeah. I understand. Uh-huh. I get it. 
oh my God, what the hell is that? What are you doing? Is <laughs> <laughs> that mean? And like, yeah, so you're being, so because you're becoming a Pisces, you are more so, you know, emanating that and you're learning compassion. Where you're a Venus Pisces, it would be more like, I value compassion, right? But with retrograde for you, it's going to support your son. So you may have relationships come in to support you in some kind of way or to like true beauty will be uh, opening. Uh, the next one will be opening in the middle of Venus retrograde. So oh, yeah. that could give you, yeah, that could give you clients that maybe you've worked on before, or it may just support new clientele for you, but it doesn't fully, you know, affect you as much as like a square or an opposition conjunction or even a trine. So What's yeah. A trine? So a trine is, so if you have anything in uh, Virgo or Taurus, you will be, Venus retrograde will be trining you. And trine is when something just comes to you. It's not something that, um, you don't have to seek it out. You don't have to uh, work for it. It's just something that that happens. Mm. And it's different than the sextile where the sextile doesn't, it's not something that sort of appears in your life that you work with. It's more just support, you know, like help. Uh, try and maybe, uh, again, if you have Taurus or Virgo, you might have somebody come back into your life, possibly, possibly an ex, but definitely a relationship of some kind that may it may be easy to forgive them or you may have an absolution with them or like something that happens that kind of heals your heart. Mm. Right. Um, again, like I said, Venus retrograde is about healing your heart. It is a benefit planet. So it's always going to be a po like positive at the end, but depending on the aspect, you're going to feel it differently internally because it's pushing against, against things of it's square or opposition against things that have already been, that are in pain. Mm. Right. When it's trying, it's like, maybe you, maybe somebody says, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe, you know, you, you, uh, you get asked to go out for a drink and, and a conversation happens and you understand something more deeply. Maybe you read something and it illuminates uh, how a relationship went. Maybe you just didn't know that you were this type of person or they were this type of person and it helps you heal your heart in some kind of way. And it's like, oh, thank I mean, I needed that. Thank you, you know. Mm. Um, but with square and opposition, it's just more, and, and conjunction can be because it's in Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. So it's a, it's a bit more of like a test. Like it's a bit more material than it is like ethereal. It's like, this is, you know, like for you, it's like money, you know, it's not, mm -hmm. it's nothing yeah. like sexy, you know, like money is <laughs> only sexy when you're making it. Like, so, like, True. Right. <laughs> so yes. So I wanted to pull a card for both of you. Is that okay to do now? Or do you? Yeah. Okay? Um, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, it might have. Oh, see what it's oh, doing. Um, because I am mainly a, a uh, diviner so uh, mm. if anybody does look me up it's what i offer is tarot readings a diviner and, yeah yes divination what does the diviner mean well i tell you either what's maybe what's going to happen um the the reality of a situation not just mm. the spiritual qualities of a situation or psychological effects of a situation even though obviously all those things are a part of it but because we live on planet earth most things show up in a physical form even if they're just remembered Mm -hmm. Even if they're just fears, you know, you're usually being faced with physical uh, experiences unless you unless you pull out major arcanas, which also can be a physical experience, but they can tend, they go more to the spiritual as well. Mm. So yeah, a lot of people use tarot for, you know, in therapy to kind of get through traumas, through get to get deeper to their emotions, which is beautiful. Um, but I, this is how I, Aries moon, like I had to do it my own way. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my way, way is like this. My way is like this. This is like, you know, and plenty of people do this as well, but this is the way that I chose to do it because this is what resonates with me more. So let's see. So I'm going to pull out two 
cards, one for each of you. So I'm going to say, Alex, you're to my left. Elizabeth, you're to my right. So which one wants to go first? I guess me, because Elizabeth's <laughs> okay. pointing at me. Okay, so this actually makes sense. So since you're uh, Venus, or since Venus retrograde will be uh, supporting or sextile your son, I was thinking you were going to get a minor arcana, which is more to do with your everyday life than like a big life lesson. So you get the six of swords reversed. So you're going to be going over a lot of thoughts about things from your past, maybe things that maybe you made mistakes with or other people made mistakes with you, or things that you've kind of been going over for a long period of time and you just haven't been able to come to a resolution with them. Mm-hmm. So Venus retrograde for you is going to be more mental than it is going to be on any other level. So you could be um, circling back around to something that, you know, you're just trying to understand, you're trying to move past in your mind, uh, something that maybe is still a mystery to you in a way, maybe something you escaped from and you're going back to, right? Like it could be Christmas if you're going back home and there's some sort of uh, issue at home and you might circle back around to something. Mm-hmm. But Venus is going to be more about your mental processes. Venus retrograde is going to be like your mental processes more than anything else. That makes a lot. Of, I think it makes a lot of sense. Look at her. <laughs> she knows the secrets. Does that make sense, Elizabeth? She's moving back to her old block. I'm moving literally. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> wow. In a very strange turn of events also, because I just moved into this new place with my husband in February, but there's just been, as for another episode, some wacky shit going on. Plus the buildings being sold, all this stuff. So I like reached out to my old landlord and he was like, oh, yeah, my friend is an apartment. And it's literally just a few blocks away from where we used, we lived for seven years. Circling back around. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> when are you moving? During Venus retrograde? Next weekend. Shut up. So it'll be right when Venus retrograde starts. Crazy. So December 19th is when it starts. So you'll be moving in. Like, you're in the shadow period of Venus retrograde. So you're it'll literally, like, going back to everything that you that you escaped from before. Crazy. <laughs> it's like an escape. Yeah. Like if, you, if you moved, it was like, I don't want to be in this neighborhood anymore. And now you're going back to this. It's so weird. It was like, That's you so know, funny. our apartment was old. The floors were falling yes. apart. But now we're moving into the same block in a different building with a great apartment. So it's like a weird... Oh, so you're going to get that Circle. resolution. Yeah, something's going to come back around. That's awesome. So you're probably going to have a different experience with this. Crazy. Oh, wow. Girl, so Elizabeth got. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Why, why Elizabeth got to get such a happy card when she's so <laughs> doom and gloom? <laughs> so I have to prepare for all of the horrible things that can happen. <laughs> Good to be happy. Pups. She oh, looks nice. so happy and pretty. They do. Yeah, I need it. I need it. Thank you. Yes. They're all white. <laughs> they're yes. All white. <laughs> they're all white. All bunch of white people. <laughs> no. so, so the three of cups, this is a, so this is women, no matter what. It's women coming together. So this could be the next store that you're opening up. And this yeah. is also, yeah. <laughs> Right? So this is also a celebration of some kind. So this could be, say, when you open it, you have like, you know, a big celebration inside. Maybe you ask, you maybe you send out an email to everyone. Well, I know it's COVID, but like if, you know, maybe there's like some sort of celebration that happens. Maybe it's just the three of you. Maybe it's a bigger thing. But it's Venus retrograde, even though it's square, I think it's going to produce something for you. Again, like I said, square produces something. Mm. So for you, it's going to produce this sense of camaraderie or this sense of friendship or this sense of like really feeling um, that the people around you love you and that everybody was supportive of you. This is also a, a your friends. Yeah, this is your friends supporting you. I love it. These are your friends supporting you, yeah. right? So these are friends clinking glasses That's with us. you. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So this That's is going to be an, um, yeah, this is, I actually feel 
you're gonna I, and tell me you know when Venus retrograde is over because I want to know if this is what happened to I feel that that whoever is very close to you already, if you didn't think that you could go deeper with your feelings for people, this is the time that you're going to go deeper. And I think there's going to be something about you that softens a little bit because you're not going to feel so in need of barriers because the people inside of your life are enough for you. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times we also are very afraid that people are going to hurt us because we think they're going to enter our lives. If if everybody in your life is exactly what you need, then not many more people are going to enter in unless they have the qualities of of what it is that you need Mm -hmm. because you you have it around you already, mm-hmm. right? So I think there's going to be a bit of a softening for you and an acceptance that everybody around you really does love you and they want what's best for you. It has nothing to do with, like, your... Hi. Yeah, it's so, right? <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful and it's a cup, you know? It's emotion. It's like, yeah. yeah. So it won't feel so, you know, well, I have to make sure I do everything. I have to make sure I do this. And I have to make sure this happens because if it doesn't happen, then blah, blah, blah. And I think these things can start to soften in you because everybody wants to support you. Everybody wants to see you grow into the person that you're becoming, you know? And, and that's an individual. Oh, that's, that's an individual really nice. person. Oh my God, I can't, this is really great. I mean, like, <laughs> call the me. everybody, everything the burned head. down. No one showed up. <laughs> I got boycotted. <laughs> the hell is that reading? It's so funny. I mean, for mine, it's already happening. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and for her as point. well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the truth, I mean, honestly. And, you know, I do want to mention something that's really bananas, and it's kind of, it's off topic a little bit, but you... You pulled a card a while ago, and was, I don't know if you remember what day it was, but it was uh, you pulled the devil. Mm-hmm. And the day that you pulled the devil is the day that we found out that my father-in-law has terminal cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And it... Sorry. The phone. <laughs> All the... these things are going on. the landline? <laughs> What's happening right now? My freaking, my bell went off. Yeah. Right when you said that. Yeah. This started beeping yeah weird? the dog started barking when you said the devil i know i know that, <laughs> that was, was really weird, weird. that was kind of really getting chills that was freaky i should say i've freaky had beaky. i think that there's a portal open somewhere because i've been so uh another reason i'm sad was yesterday was the birthday of our my boyfriend and my best friend who passed two years ago and so like we were out drinking and everything but like that he was with us for sure like, there was a moment Kevin was just like, why is the song playing right now? He's like, this is the song, like, off the, you know, a random song on a random album that happened to be the first song that they, like, became friends to, you know, like, one of those moments. And he was just like, this is so fucking yeah. weird. So it's like, there's portals that are already open. So yeah. so I said, the, yeah, the devil was like, bitch, don't talk about me right now. I said, don't you ever let my name come out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so bizarre. It's bizarre. It's weird. He won't allow it. Here's the other thing: is we haven't had any issues with the um, the internet at all, and now you're starting to freeze. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. What the fuck? (laughs) This is freaking me out. We're still recording for the listeners. Our screen just cut out. Like the, the, the call fuck? just dropped. It's been fine the whole time. The whole time. Oh my god, I have the chills big time. I don't even believe in the devil. 
Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> We're holding each other. Too much just happened. I'm so scared. Me too. <gasps> what How the fuck? Weird we was that? We were just screaming. Am I back? I was screaming. You're, You're back. back. But this is this is. Yo, y'all. She screamed. She screamed. It's that can't so, be a coincidence. It's, it's that real. cannot be a coincidence. Like, Dude, that's real. real. That's so. No. Also, I watched The Craft last night. That's crazy. <laughs> oh God! Of course you did. Oh yeah. God! The death yeah. came through. The house so crazy. Um, what just happened though? Okay, so first of all, when I mean, this is how I experience sometimes. Like when you start recognizing something, the energy gets so much bigger because it's like everybody's going, "Whoa! What just happened? Whoa! What just happened? Whoa! What just happened?" And then it gets bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. and something usually happens. Mm -hmm. That's how I experience it. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. That's never like happened Like, if I'm feeling before. super over... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've also never been really? in so much... Well, yeah. I mean, but, but we're with you. That's why. It's just, like, it's so, it's a different energy source. Okay, so we'll wrap this up Holy then. Because now also, like, this beep is going off. And it's, like, clearly... Freaking me out. Yeah. We gotta close the portal. We gotta close the portal. How do we seal it? <laughs> so bananas. nuts! Okay, so... At least we got to do the reading. At least I got okay, to do that. Okay, at least we got to do the reading. And, he, and here's the thing, is if me saying that wasn't proof enough that you're... How powerful you are, the fact that everything shut off... Like, dude. Honestly. That was... Crazy. That's bananas. That was really, really crazy. I screamed like That's a little nuts, girl. That's nuts because you said the devil, and I went in, and then it went in. Yeah. But that's the truth. Oh my god. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. Shit will slow down around me. The internet will start to slow down around me if I get too excited. Yeah, dude. That was bananas. That's why I have to stay really calm yeah. a lot of the time. Okay, so. I don't even want to repeat what I, I what know. I said. I'll have to do it in like the outro or something. But that's the truth, and I didn't see that until I was at yeah. the hospital. I didn't. I was like, we were. Oh at, my god. We were at the hospital giving because we had to go tell Kevin's mom what had happened because they're like I mentioned before they're both in different hospitals, and so Kevin was in the room with his mom, and I was just like happened to be you know looking through Instagram, and I saw that, and I was like, wow. Oh shit! Yeah, because yeah, that's that's being you're like you're being consumed by something, or your mind is being consumed by something, and you you're obsessing over it, and you can't. It's like it has you hooked to it, right? And so like you're you and your significant other both are dealing with like this this constant consumption, or this constant issue of what are we going to do? How is this going to work? How are we going to make this work? What is going to happen? You know? So it's like it's something that's constantly pervading your mind. And that's something that's that's not great at all. Like, it's, yeah. it's, you know, really painful and really, it just sucks your life away. It's also, like, thinking about all the finances around it. If, if the healthcare is, you know, taken care of, how much is this going to cost? How much is that going to cost? Mm. On top of the, like, on top of incredible danger, you know? Okay. Um, you are Thank the best. you so this much for chatting awesome. with us. Yes. Yeah. You should tell everyone where to find you, how to find oh, you yeah. if they want to yes. book a tower reading with you, which they absolutely should. Obviously, they absolutely should. If this fucking yes. last 10 minutes wasn't. Oh, so I am, my handle is the Aquarian, but Aquarian is spelled with an E instead of an I. So A Q U. A-R-E-A-N, and it stands for the Aquarian Era. Since we're not in the Aquarian Era yet, actually nobody here alive or listening to this will be alive when the Aquarian Era mm -hmm. happens. It's supposed to happen, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's after 2100, we're all, you know, gonna be dead by then. So, but we are in the shadow of the Aquarian Era, which means that we're all being pushed to uh, a community that 
is filled with technology, filled with knowledge, filled with wisdom, filled with like, you know, everything that kind of coalesces us together. It's like, you know, uh, laws that we can, you know, live by, humanitarianism, all that kind of stuff, right? So we're going into that era. So we're all kind of waking up to our own individual selves, our own unique selves, so that we can accept each other as unique individuals and all live harmoniously together, right? So that's why it's the, that's why it's the Aquarium. That's why I chose that. How can they book a tarot reading with you? So if you go onto Instagram, onto the Aquarian Instagram, look at my link tree and you can book a session. I'm going to have a lot of different ways that you can um, book a session. Like you can have one that's uh, I pre-record and I send to you, or you can also book one where I'm live. Mm -hmm. uh, both of them are, are highly effective. It's just that the ones that I do that are pre-recorded are based on one question that you have or one trajectory, whereas the ones um, live is if you just want to talk to me live or if you have like many questions or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to check me out on uh, on YouTube, I do a lot of pick a cards and I do predictions for the months ahead. And then I'm also doing predictions for Venus retrograde. Mm. So, uh, it's, so it's going to come out like December 18th, December 17th, something like that. And so if you whenever whoever hears this you'll be able to go back and like see you know pick your your pile and see like what's happening for you over venus retrograde and i do them also for career love um uh, soul growth i do a lot of healing pick a card ones where it's just affirmations and just reminding you you know what you're what you're capable of and you know reinforcing your goals or you know it's and it's all so much fun because you get to use your own intuition with it mm. and i'm on yeah i'm on tiktok too i just do fun you know spreads there and instagram i'm on and the thing is, is that if anybody listening uh, wants to support me, please follow me on any of these because I don't advertise. I don't advertise. I don't advertise ads. I don't do anything on Instagram outside of like just putting up what I like because I do believe that, you know, for me personally, it worked. I, I love meeting people based on their feeling towards me mm -hmm. more so than what I think you should. I don't have, I'm a Libra. I have no idea what you should think. I yeah. have no idea. You know, like, I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. you need questions. Whatever Come you want to with a question. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, whoever you are, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I can't, I couldn't be an influencer if I tried. I'd be like, I don't know. What do you, do you think I should do that? I don't know. I need to research this more because I feel like there's more sides. Like, it's so weird. I love so it. if you if you just simply want to support me, if you you know don't necessarily have a reading or anything like uh, or you know a question or if you don't get on YouTube, it's just a really nice way to support me and it gets my you know my name out there and and gets whatever you know it's really beautiful to meet people who felt uh, a, a connection with me yeah and then ask me questions based off of their own individual needs and values because that's actually what most most people call about is like is this okay to value this or is this okay? Like what, what is it that I should be feeling? Oh. A lot of people are very, yeah, they don't really know how to feel. Interesting. Um, or a lot of people don't know obviously what to do, right? That's a right. big question. What do I do about my career? What do I do about my relationship? But it's really a lot of times like, how am I feeling? I, I can't figure out how I'm feeling. So if I say, you know, you want a, a career with more creativity. You want to feel like a, you want to feel creative. You want to feel the freedom to create what it is that you want. It's like, oh, yes, I do feel that way. And I get permission to feel that way. And it's like, okay, great. You know, so in a relationship, will you feel unappreciated? You feel like this person doesn't listen to you or this person doesn't care about your opinion. I do feel like that, you know. Yeah, A lot yeah. of it's that. Or it's the future. You know, like what's coming up next, what's happening in the future. So I can do stuff like that too. Or soul's purpose, right? Because we do feel these things. This is our intuition you know mm -hmm. our into it's just hard to hear it out when our, our thoughts are clouded mm -hmm. by what i said with values of comparison jealousy um feeling that you're not good enough feeling you know unworthy which is to me not feeling good enough meaning what you have 
your own personal resources do not match what you want, mm-hmm. right? That's what it means. So that's the lack mentality, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the law of attraction is becoming what it is that you want to receive, right? Because Venus is, we confuse Venus and Mars when we look at the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Mars is active where Venus is receptive. Mars doesn't just come in now and then just like, okay, I want you. It's more so like Venus is, is, is saying, I have space or I'm creating space to receive the things that I want, right? Mm. So let's use it like as a plant analogy, right? Or or owning plants. You can say um, for the aspect of love, I value and love plants. And I feel that if more plants were in the world, we, you know, and especially house plants or home plants, everybody would be happier and the world would be more beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're talking about attraction, I'm attracted to people who also love plants and Mm -hmm. who think that the world would be more beautiful with those plants. And then with abundance, you're saying, because I love plants, I will continuously water them, feed them right, uh, put them the right sunlight that I need, make sure I have space in my home for them so they'll grow, None of this was the plant jumping through your window <laughs> and saying, I'm here now because you you put you wished for me. Yes. I'm here. Yes. You know? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's Venusian. You have to love it mm-hmm. and create space for it so that you can have it because it also wants to feel loved. That's the other quality that people don't talk about when it comes to the law of attraction or love in general. Everyone talks about how they're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. How's the other person supposed to feel? Or how, how is the thing that you're supposed to, that's supposed to give you all of this love, how, how does it feel? Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you are supposed to, if, what's going to make you feel so amazing is, uh, you know, money to buy anything that you want but you don't take care of anything that you want or everything that you buy, you don't really actually like it. It's just that you thought it was really pretty and then you just sort of throw it away over on, you know, yeah, you have things, but you don't appreciate any of them. And then you still feel, you know, like you have nothing, mm-hmm. right? But if you really value, say, the feeling of, of cloth on your skin, certain cloths, if you really love certain colors and you like to express that color in the world, if you really love the things that you have, you take care of them, you wash them, you you hang them up right, you, you know, you get uh, the uh, wrinkles out of them, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that's, like, that's what the law of attraction is. Why would anything want to come to you if you don't have the money for it, right? Because law of attraction is really the ability to attract things that that's a lot of times you can buy or or at least you can, you know, show that you're attractive because you have money, right? Mm. That's a lot of times it's about money or it's about the the ability to sustain something through money, right? But if you want to attract something to you that is going to enhance your life in all ways, then you need to accept that it's already there, which means if I love plants and I've been afraid to buy plants because I don't think I have enough time to water the plants, but somehow I just want plants. That's not going to work. It means that I have to then save $50, an extra $60 on the side to buy these plants or to grow them from scratch and say that I, I already have the ability to do that. I already have the, the space to do this. Or I need to move to a space that's going to let me do this. You know, So it's saying it's already possible. It's already there. It's just that you have to create the space for it. So I think that's like when I hear people say, you know, it's like, it's not real. It's this, it's just, you, it's not that it's not real. It's that it's not as, it's not as complex as you think it is. It's just, you know, sometimes it's certain things that you want are way harder to get. Yeah. All right. Like, I mean, some things you, if you want to be, you know, the head of a, a hospital, that's going to take you a while. Right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that diploma is not flying through the window there. <laughs> like, I love this. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
I don't know. That's why I just wanted to throw that in with Venus retrograde because I think it, it what it does is it, you know, you relook at all of your values. You relook at everything. You go over all the things that you say are important to you or, or the places that you said, you know, nobody can go there, you know? And it's like, well, what are you, how are you limiting yourself by saying that that's an off limits place, you know, mm -hmm. unless you actually know how you feel, which most of the time you don't mm -hmm. because it's an experience. If you tried this thing, it's just going to work out the way it worked out for everybody else. That's just not true. So if this is an experience that's just for you, then the door is available when it's available. It's not like you open the door and every time you're in a relation, you open the door of a relationship and every single time you get, you know, dicked over. It's like, well, you keep maybe opening the door to the same kind of relationship or you open the door to, you know, the wrong person because you, you thought this was it. Or, but, but it doesn't necessarily mean that every single solitary thing is like this. So your heart is going to start pulling at it or it's going to start like pounding at itself and like kind of wanting to get bigger and bigger because it wants the experience to love itself, mm -hmm. right? And the, the way you can love yourself is by giving yourself all the things that you expect from other people. And then other people show you where you can better your love. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how do you express, how can I express this better? How can I do this better? And then it's again, again, like that fight between the ego and compromise. Mm -hmm. Who am I and who are you? And if I give you this, will you still love me? Will you always love me? Mm -hmm. Or will you drop me because you just want this thing and you want me to be this other person in order to be this, thing? you know, like that's our questions with each other is like expectations and, you know, love looks like this and, uh, you know, I won't accept that because X, Y, Z. It's like, there are certain things that we all can say, I wouldn't accept that, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. it's not like a long list, you know, but it's like, if you have like a really long list, there's a lot of things that you probably are scared of that are just natural to love, you know, mm -hmm. you, I don't want any fights. I mean, that's gonna, I mean, that's a natural process of love. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like learning each other. Yeah. But not, now volatile fights. No, we don't need any of those. <laughs> like, yeah. No one no, needs thanks. a volatile fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No one needs that. No one needs to get kicked out of their home. Yes. No one needs to, you know, uh, right. Like these yeah. are things that people do every day, but they have such a tie of love to someone that they can't see that as a value. They just see it as a consequence of loving someone. Right. It's not a value to, to want to be, to feel safe. That's yeah. not the value. The value is the person. So whatever that person does to me is fine because I value that person. Mm. So you can kick me out. You can hurt me. You can do these things because I value you specifically, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where a lot of times we can get really messed up with romantic love. So the answer to all these questions and more, just go and make an appointment <laughs> <laughs> with Miss Vanessa Bartlett. We don't have enough time for it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I love this. I love, I love it. it because you're, um, the you're the best and also... You're the best. Well, no, it's... it's. There's so many... You just are so wise and you have so much Thank to you. say about so many different aspects of personalities that we're not privy to because... It's true. To in my own head. My own damn Aries head. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, Aries me, I get it. Well, also it's that I had to do a lot of the things that a lot of people are on the precipice of doing, which is questioning yourself mm -hmm. and how you want to experience the world and like basically reducing expectations to not you know I expect this for my life and that for my life and this for my life it's more like I expect that my values are upheld by me and I expect that those values make me feel good mm -hmm. and so at times that are harder or at times that I feel things are unfair I at least have in my life the core values that will not run out. Mm -hmm. I, my core value, one of them is, is freedom. I will always be a free person. 
I will always be able to act as I wish unless I choose my own choice to act in a way that that is needed in a you know in a different scenario or with different people. I value wisdom, I value morality, you know, I value certain things that if you that they fill me up so much that when I get down, I still have gratitude. Because there's so much in my life that I, I feel is, is being is feeding me. You know, mm-hmm. I have gratitude when I get into a hot shower. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that you can have the fact that you're running water, you can say thank you for. Mm-hmm. You know, like gratitude is is probably the the greatest builder of love. It's just that when a lot of times one of two things will happen when you when you get into gratitude. One, you feel really bad for having anything or having mm-hmm. you know like because you're like oh, but nobody has you know all these people don't have anything, so I should why should I have these things? Or you feel well, this isn't enough and I'm still in pain. So why am I doing this? Because I'm just faking it and I'm saying all these things I'm, I'm grateful for, but I still feel, you know, this hole in my, in my heart, right? And it is getting to that place of like, well, what, who, who are you exactly when nobody's around or when you're just with your friends? You're not, you know, impressing anyone. You're not succeeding. You're not trying to get to a higher level or getting a promotion or, or you know, gaining fame, you know, all these things. And if you meet someone, say, at a coffee shop, and they say something to you or you say something to them, that really helps them and benefits them. And that was a really beautiful moment for you. Will you really remember, will you remember that moment as something as significant as when you got a thousand likes? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, what are you giving to the world as that value system? And what are you expecting back from the world? And even if you don't get it back, it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that unfortunately that person has not experienced it enough in order to give it back. So that's just not a person that you can exchange values with, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's the, the issue with this idea of, well, unconditional love. I, I don't love everybody. I don't love, you know, people on, you know, who've committed these horrible crimes. I don't love this. I don't, they don't share your values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't share the same things that you value. It doesn't mean that there's n- love or no love there. It means that person is unable to experience the love that you're experiencing because they don't have that same value system. And when it is things like these broader, more beautiful things like, you know, beauty in nature, beauty in song, beauty in relationship, unconditional love, uh, intelligence, you know, all of these things, you can't take that from anybody and you can't uh, make that less valuable to people. You know what I mean? It's not based in another human being. It's not based in something that, you know, is just transient or something that you expect to make you feel good. So I think those are just what's really important when it comes to love is like, you have to like really shift your perspective of it in order to really feel it. It's not that you, you know, you're unable to, it's that you just don't know where to direct your focus. Hey. Oh, hey. Um, what the fuck? Dudes. It was freaky as fuck. We didn't lie. <laughs> are, are we overreacting? They know. They scream too. In their cars. There's just no other explanation. Like, clearly, besides that she's the real legit deal. And three bad bitches came together and created mm-hmm. a power outage. Holy shit. 12-year-old me would just be very excited to know that this happened because I always loved witchcraft and... Yeah just weird spiritual fucking yes. shit happening in the universe it freaked me out and i don't get scared yes. easily like kyle and i will watch horror movies and he's like how are you not even flinching but this actually fucking scared me because it's real because that's just not real this is it's different when you're in the presence when you're in the presence it's it's you can <sighs> chills chills i think that you were gonna leave to go somewhere real quick after you recorded and i was like uh don't fucking leave me <laughs> I'll come with you. 
<laughs> I think we went for a walk. We had to leave for a little bit. It was fucking I, we had nutty. to. We had to. It was so nutty. But we've had a couple of you guys reach out and tell us that you guys listen, that you now follow Vanessa. And I encourage everybody to. If this didn't prove to you that <laughs> I don't know what else can. I don't know what else you need besides a bitch coming and slapping you in the face to say <laughs> for you to believe. Honestly. You know, she's incredible. And You need to get a reading with Vanessa if. Um, getting a tarot card reading has been something you wanted to do because clearly she's the real fucking deal. There's lots of real deals. She's not. It's not just Vanessa. Maybe not, but you know for sure she's the one that you know. You're welcome. You guys, you could find us on the gram. You could find us on the gram. We're at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Find us on the gram. You can email us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. That was like a really sad... What was that movie when it was like... um. Like some witch movie in the 90s where they go, it's like that. It's like that. It's like that. Just bad rapping. Oh, just like awful God. rapping. Teen witch. Yes, Teen Witch. We just did I an awful Teen Witch. <laughs> I love that movie. I forget what they're saying. They're like, yeah, it's something she's it's, in the street. Um, now top that. Yes, that's like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a oh, bad. Now take that. No, I think it's now top that. I never even saw that movie. I just know that clip. I can't believe you've never seen this. No, it's very movie. white. Okay, it's very white. Tell but me it's I'm not wrong. any more white than now and then. That's true. I love now and then. I love now and then. Also, watch the craft. If y'all are Gen Z and you've never seen the craft before, watch the craft. I'm sure Gen Z knows about the craft. I hope so. That's what helped. Oh, I think there's a new craft. I think there's a new craft coming out. Yeah, a remake. Oh my god, I do not want no, to see it. No, no, no. Watch the original one. I think it came out like 1996 or something. I think it was eight when I watched it. That's what got me into into all of this. Yes, yes, yes. It's very good. The craft is terrible. Teen Witch, Teen Witch is amazing. Don't watch Teen Witch. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> the rap part is ridiculous. Yes. You can. And now you know where it's from. Okay. Maybe we'll have a crossover. I saw what you did. X TBBP. Oh, I would we'll love to. We'll do that. Teen Witch and The Craft. If y'all know Millie and Danielle, reach out. Say, y'all, I heard that y'all bitches will be doing this shit out here too. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. And they're going to be like, we know nothing about this. Anyway. Uh, hit us up on the gram. Rate us. You guys. You could. Rate, rate, review, subscribe. subscribe. Hey, Rate, review, subscribe. Hey! <laughs> hey! Forever inspired by the Teen Witch rap. I know we had to make it up. We had to make up the bad Teen Witch rap <laughs> with our semi-decent rap. Rap? Uh, I'm a hundred. That's enough. We love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This has been a COC BK production. Produced by us. Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.